42 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky and I'll be your host. Today's segments include actually finished, actually working, actually hand-dyed, actually stashed, actually attending, the winners for some of our giveaways and the winners of the summer superlatives knit along, and how much do we love? Actually finished. I have just a couple little things this week after last week's finish palooza that I was on. Um, I just have a couple of tiny things that I finished this week. So I have um, been working to try to pull together a list of patterns that I think make sense for use with mini skeins. So um, Knit Nosh is 13 days away at this point and I, um, I thought it would be fun. Last time, you know, we just handed out the minis and people kind of went on their way and they were worsted and DK weight minis. So um, I don't know for sure how easy it would have been to find patterns that, that used them. But this time we're doing fingering weight yarns and I feel like there's a million zillion patterns for fingering weight yarns. So I have been putting together a bundle on Ravelry. This is my first time really doing that. And I have to say that I like it a lot. I feel like it's a much better way to organize my favorites. And I also feel like one of the things I want to do is kind of go back and reorganize my favorites and um, and pull out things that I no longer think that I will do. There's a lot of stuff in my favorites from years ago, things like bibs or toys or stuff like that from when a lot of people I knew were having babies. And I'm just not kind of at that stage right now where um, lots of my friends or family members are having kids. So... So anyways, I'm making a bundle with um, all of these mini skein related projects and I realized last time I, um, I handed out a couple of patterns, not for knitting while we were there, but a couple of patterns that I had written um, that I thought people might enjoy um, and you know might give them a good idea of something that they could do with yarn that they bought at Knit Nosh. So I started to think about you know what's what's the kind of project that would use just the samples, um, and last time I used a Tin Can Knits pattern, I think it's called Main Street, and I knit myself a little mug cozy, and I thought that was really fun, and so I thought, you know, what could be fun would be to put something like that together in a fingering weight, and then do something fun with striping um, to make the most of the mini skeins, so I put together just a little cute little quick little pattern um, with a chevron stitch pattern, I guess, um, that, uh, that people can use at the event if they want to. So I'm going to send it out to everybody ahead of time. I will post it if anybody is looking for something to use up scraps. I think it's going to be a good little scrap buster. Um, and I'm going to print it out, put it in the goodie bag so people have it if they're looking for something to knit while they're there. Um, so I knit a couple of those. I kind of cooked up the little pattern yesterday and I knit one with, um, alternating skeins of some leftover MJ, um, op I think it was the opulent fingering. It was whatever I knit my husband's socks in last year. Um, the colorway is Cerulean Twilight, which is my favorite of his colorways. And then um, the little bit of leftover of the skeindalus Eartha that I had um, in Let It Go. So I finished last week um, that Atwood shawl and I had a little bit left over. So I just did alternating skeins of those and, and it turned out really cute and I was really happy with it. And then I had another, I wanted to do another one. I wanted to make sure that my 
pattern was right. The first one I, I dropped stitches several times and I kept being like, why is my stitch count wrong? And then realizing you do a mitered decrease, which is slip two, knit one, and then pass the two slip stitches over. And I think a couple times when I did that, I dropped a stitch. So I had to clean that up. Um, but I did a second one just to kind of test it out. And I did that one in leftovers that I had from the Loopy Hues set that I used on my breathing space cardigan. And then I had a little bit of the, um, the lightest and the darkest colors. So kind of a, a jade green and then a mint, I would call them. And then I had a little bit of hand dyed and just like an electric pink. So I did one stripe in that just for a pop of color. It turned out really cute. So those are drying outside right now. And I tried them on the mug and that I use and I, um, I think they're going to be perfect. So that'll be a fun little thing. I'm actually working on one right now as I talk to you guys um, using a self-striping. And I'm going to try to use a different number of stitches for the mitered and see if I can make it um, sort of like narrower chevrons. Anyways, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so that is it for things I have finished actually working. Um, there's really just one thing on the needles this week. So after I cranked through the smaller projects. Uh, this week I turned my attention to um, the project that I'm knitting out of Nerd String for Knit Nosh, and that is the um, Shawl Shrug by Suzanne Summer. So that is really coming along nicely. It's really cute. You start the construction as if you were knitting a triangular shawl, and then you kind of like do some short rows to turn that into the body of a sweater. I had a bit of a like momentary back and forth with myself about what colors I was using. So I have um, four colors for the shawl. I have um, a color she calls Tarnish now. It used to be called Shade 1 of 50. And then a color called Sevens, which is a denim blue. And then Chartreuse with Envy, which has Stellina in it. So it's a, on her Sparkle DK. And last is Black Celebration. And I was getting to the end of the shawl piece of it and looking at the sample in the pattern and she only used three colors not four and I was like back and forth and back and forth like maybe I should just buy more blue and maybe a little more gray and maybe I should just do it that way or gosh I, maybe I'll like the black so I ended up um I had already ordered more black and I put something on Instagram and I got some opinions so if you gave me an opinion thank you it was very helpful and I ended up, it was pretty much unanimous on Instagram that people thought I should go with black. And I think they were definitely, definitely right. It looks really, really cute. So um, let's see, like Friday, Thursday and Friday, I worked on the short row shaping to turn it into the body of the sweater. And then, um, I'm sorry if you guys hear my needles clanking. Um, it's done that twice now. Um, so uh, Thursday and Friday, and then Friday night I was working on just the body back and forth. And I think I have maybe 20 rows left to go. I didn't work on it at all yesterday. I was working on other knit nosh stuff all day yesterday, including these cute little coffee things. Um, so I took a little breather, but this afternoon my plan is to put that back on the needles. My hope is to get through the body of the sweater and then start on the collar, which um, seems like it will be fairly short work. It's short row shaping and the short rows get shorter and shorter, not longer and longer from when you start. So I feel pretty good about how fast that's going to go. And then I'm going to have to set that one aside because I decided if you add up the five skeins of yarn that I have, 
it should be basically exactly the yardage that I need, but not in the colors that I want to do. So I am going to do the sleeves in sevens, which is the denim blue. I feel like it'll pull the denim blue color out of the, um, the top a little bit more so that you'll it'll make that pop a little bit more in the other section where it is. So I'm excited about that. I ordered the extra yarn. Again, I went back and forth and back and forth, like maybe it should be gray, maybe it should be blue. What am I gonna do? And I decided to do the blue. So I ordered some more yarn from Renee yesterday. She, um, she ships amazingly fast. And so I'm sure I'll have that by, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday so that I can keep cranking away on my sleeves there. So that's how that one's going. I thought I would take a little while and talk maybe about some things that I have been stalking. So um, I was thinking about how to use the yarn I bought at Yarnfest. And I'm going to type for a minute here if it's not loud. Um, and then I went stalking. So I started another bundle on Ravelry, but I went stalking like stripey sweaters because then I thought you know those if I could find some things that really um use a stripe well and you could do like pops with the kind of the indie yarns then maybe I would find some really great things so I started a bundle for myself on Ravelry and I have a couple of things teed up so since I don't have a lot of knitting content this time I thought I would talk to you guys about my my stocking content <laughs> so um the first blend or combination of yarns that I want to use is I had dyed up um, after I took the craftsy class with um, Sarah Air, I dyed up the purple soldier fly which I made that little t-shirt out of and then I did two more skeins in Phoenix butterfly which is like a really electric orangey pink it's really really gorgeous um, but I have two skeins, which means either doing like another short sleeve thing or maybe doing a shawl. But while I was at uh, Yarnfest, I picked up some Hedgehog. And the pink in the Hedgehog, um, I feel like, is it's a mostly white with some pink. It's like the perfect, perfect um, complement to that yarn. So I had originally bought it thinking I was going to pair it with a blue. But that's the best thing about Speckles, right, is you can pick up different colors. So the sweater I have in mind for that is called Ravello. And um, it's really cute, very simple pullover, um, but at the, the yoke, as it's shown, is one color and then stripes in a second color and then the body is in a third color. And what I'm going to do with it is do the yoke color in the hedgehog and then the, all of the rest of the stripes and the solid part of the body I'm going to do in this pink that I dyed up. So that's the first one. Um, and that's kind of my carrot for, um, not that I'm not excited about the knit nosh knitting, um, cause I still am going to do the shawl shrug, shawl hoodie, shawl shrug hoodie. Anyways, um, with my people who fields, which I'm very, very excited to get started on, but this will be kind of a, a fun, like, gosh, if I finish these two things then I can cast myself on a new sweater and, um, I'm doing some traveling and things in October, including going to Rhinebeck. So this feels like it would be a fun, a fun project to bring along for that. The second sweater that I have in mind is True Friend, and that is a Vera Valimaki pattern. I believe it's from Interpretations 2, and it's a really interesting construction, and, and so she's got solids, and then kind of a, almost like a 
like a U shape, but square, if that makes any sense at all, um, where it's striped and then a solid color on the sleeves. And so what I'm going to do with that is use the Sunshine Yarns that I bought um, at Yarn Crawl, um, Yarn Along the Rockies. And so that is in the Aegean colorway. And then I have a Handmade and Fine Casbah that's in a, like a Tiffany blue with a, um, a little bit of gray. And then I bought some yarn ink that is mostly gray with then some great speckles, including that blue and also like some purples and things like that. So I feel like those three colors together would look really, really cool. So I think the solid is going to be the dark blue, but then for the sections where she has stripes, I'm going to stripe the, the speckles and that and that handmaiden find. And so I think that's going to look really, really cool. The handmaiden was a Christmas gift from my husband, and I like to make sure that um, that during the course of the year I use up the yarn he gives me for Christmas so he doesn't feel bad buying me yarn again the following Christmas. So that's it. You could take a look at my favorites if you guys are interested at this bundle. There's a bunch of really cute sweaters, and I'm feeling like that's going to become a thing for me here pretty soon. The other one that I really like a lot, and I'm going to dig through at some point my sweater club stash, is another Vera Valimaki, and it's called Laneway. And it's basically a dress. Um, so I have been really feeling the dress thing since I got back from Hawaii. I'm not normally a person who wears a lot of dresses, but, you know, really when we were in Hawaii, um, I was in, I was in a bathing suit and my, my cover up a lot of the time, but it feels like a dress and you really start to realize like how comfortable and cool, um, you feel in a dress sometimes compared to shorts. So when I got back, I had bought myself a couple of maxi dresses and a couple of cute little swing dresses the other day, actually the other day I bought, I've been on a little bit of an old Navy kick, but I, I've bought six or seven $12 dresses basically from Old Navy recently. And then the other day they were having a big sale and for $8, I picked up a couple of maxi skirts. So I'm just feeling like the skirt thing lately. And I'm feeling like that's just a real comfortable way to throw on a cotton dress um, and maybe look a little better than I, than I might if I was throwing on my yoga pants. Um, so this laneway, I have this beautiful, I think it's actually called electric purple um, from one of my sweater clubs. And I think I would have enough of that to do the main color in the laneway and then either find in my stash, cause I probably could find the right coordinating color or either buy or dye something maybe speckled to be the stripes. And I think it could be really cute. It's a little bit chevron-y. It reminds me a little bit of the pattern in the spectrum shawl, which is a Hohi Locatelli that I finished a couple weeks ago. Um, but anyways, it's super cute. I think you could wear it with tights and boots. I think you could wear it with sort of skinnyish jeans or leggings and boots. Um, and it would be super, 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 super cute. So the, that one I'm definitely um, feeling excited about. And there's a whole bunch of other cute ones in here. So take a look at the bundle, um, you guys. I'd love to see um, which ones you like. If you guys have um, patterns you know of that, that you think make good use of that sort of special yarn, then give me a shout because I would love to um, add them to this bundle because I am on a kick here for sure. So that's it for what's on the needles right now. I stashed. I have not purchased any yarn this time around, you guys, but there were a couple things. Actually, that's not true because I bought some um, 
some more of the blue nerd string to finish my sweater. But aside from that, I have not bought any new yarn, but um, I think that's just because I have not finished making my choices about a new yarn yet. So there is another round. This is round number three of the Star Wars yarns, and I'm such a sucker for these yarns. I have two of them in my stash that I really do intend to knit pretty soon. Um, and that is, I got the droids, like, oh, I got R2-D2 from the droid set. I was going to say I got the droids pair, but I only have R2-D2. I don't have C-3PO. And then um, there was, like, a an Anakin Darth Vader set with um, lightsabery colors. Lightsabery, is that a word? Um, and I got that, and I want to make some Susan B. Anderson mitts with it. I'm sitting in a different place today, you guys, and it is making the cat be crazy. Actually, her tail is all puffed up like she's stressed out. I don't know what she's doing. Anyways, um, the cat is having having issues. So if there's cat noise uh, in the background, I apologize. Um, so now she came out with a whole bunch of new colorways for round three. So they went on pre-order, I believe, on September the 2nd. Today's September the 4th, I think. I don't want to lie. I think they're either until the 7th or the 9th. I'm feeling more like it's the 7th. Um, but this round there is... There's a Princess Leia, there's a Han Solo, there's a Chewbacca, there's a Boba Fett, and then different combinations of, like, you can get a half a skein. So like I did with the um, with the Jedi one, you can get a half a skein and then um, make mismatched things. So I'm really trying to decide... Um, Again, is this for me? Is this for the kids? Hard to say. I I think the colors in the Boba Fett one are the ones that I like the most color-wise. But I really, I really feel like in my heart what I need is some Chewbacca yarn. And maybe that's ridiculous. But I'm kind of leaning towards Chewbacca and Han Solo just for sentimental reasons. And then I figure out from there whether I need half of each or a whole of each because I could do contrasting heels and toes and then um, I could probably squeeze out you know maybe like a pair for each of the boys like mismatched or something plus maybe one for me like I feel like if I bought 800 yards and then did cuffs heels and toes with something else maybe a black maybe I could squeeze out mismatched Han Solo Chewbacca socks for all three of us. Maybe that makes me a crazy person. Maybe it makes me the best mom ever. I'm not sure which, but um, I'm stalking that yarn as well. So that's, that's where my head is with uh, yarn purchases right now. Next up, you guys, is um, actually hand-dyed. I have not gotten the dye pots out in a long time, but that is one of the things I am planning to do with my long weekend is um, bust out the dye pots. I ordered, um, from wool to dye for, which is where I order all of the, most of the dyeable yarn that I, um, like to play around with. I ordered a set of five sock blanks because I've been feeling the sock blank thing. And I think I'm going to dye up. I was like kind of one prize short for the Instagram contest for knit nosh. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll dye up a sock blank and that would be fun because um, people love sock blanks. I love sock blanks. And I, what I have in my head is that I think I'm going to dye it either like a, I think I'm going to try to dye it like a really pale pink and then speckle it. Um, but I may decide to try something fall colors or something like that. I don't really know yet. 
Um, so that's on my agenda for this weekend. The other thing that's on my agenda for this weekend is to finish my portside dop kit from um, Sprout Patterns and Spoonflower. So they gave that to me to review um, along with the purse that I worked on for my mom a couple of weeks ago. And actually, I guess that was in July for my mom's birthday. Um, but anyways, I have not finished the dop kit and I would like to do that this weekend. So that's my hope is that, um, that I will get some time to do that. So the other thing that I purchased from Will to Die for when I was, um, putting in the order was they now sell, um, minis actually just like skeined up. So you can buy 20 minis. They're 93 yards each. Um, and, uh, it's just their platinum sock, which is a base that I actually, that's what I'm working with right now. I'm on this little coffee thing. Um, and I, I like it a lot. So I'm going to putz around with that, you know, over the coming weeks. I feel like, um, maybe once Knit Nosh passes, I'll have a little more time and then I will be able to, um, bust the dye pots out again. I would, um, really like to be able to maybe fiddle around with a gradient. So I have this idea of finding a color that I really, really like and then playing with like the saturation of the dye so that I could do, like I'm picturing like, you know, the little bitty scoop of whatever, Caribbean blue or one of those colors that I'm drawn to that I like a lot and then do it with very little water and then dilute it more with twice as much water and twice as much as that and twice as much as that. Does that make sense? So more water to, to in the ratio each time so that I would get a less saturated color. And I kind of want to like play with that because I feel like that could be something super fun um, to mess around with. So the dye pots will be back. There will be, I know that you guys enjoy the hand dyeing content and there hasn't been much of that lately, but uh, I'm bringing it back. So anyways, that's it for that. Actually attending. So guys, there's going to be a lot of Nitnosh content in this segment today because it is almost upon us. So I have been working really hard all weekend to try to get things together for Nitnosh and do some of the final plannings. Ticket sales are going great, and I think we're going to have a nice number of people. The space that we have this time is quite a bit bigger than the space we had last time and more set up for this type of event. So the vendors are gonna be up on the stage and then we'll have 10 tables, um, which at one point they were telling me maybe they could squeeze in 12 or 13. So I'm really making sure that we fit comfortably in the space, that people have room to actually spread out a little bit and knit, and I think it's gonna be great. Um, so things I've been working on this weekend, um, prizes. There will be, um, again, this time, prize drawings at the end of every course. So if you come to the event, you have the chance to win yarn at the end of every course. You also have the chance to win um, a modular, modular project bag by Katie. And then I have a couple of other goodies, including that sock blank that I'm working on um, that will be part of the Instagram contest. So if you are coming to Knitnosh, um, tag your pictures before, during, and after with hashtag Knitnosh. And I will pull from there at random for some prizes at the event, which will be fun. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about bases. I do still have kits for sale. Um, and so if you're interested in a kit, I really am trying to wrap that up by September the 10th so that I can give the vendors a heads up of what they need to bring me on the um, 17th. 
And so I wanted to tell you guys about the bases that we're knitting with this time because I have all of that worked out now. So the first one is um, MJ Yarns. That'll be our first course this time. And it's his Sophistastock. Sophist I can't say this one. Sophistastock. Like sophisticated. Um, but I can't pronounce it. And it is a um, merino nylon tencel blend, which I have, I don't think I've even seen this base before in person, so I'm pretty excited about it. In the description, Jonathan talks about how the tencel, um, as a non-natural fiber, doesn't absorb the dye. So you end up with um, sections that the dye does not absorb onto, and in his description, he says it kind of sparkles, like it shines. And so I'm very excited about that one. Um, that'll be our first course. Our second course is the Nerd Yarn. And so you guys know what a big fan I am of the Nerd Yarn. Um, the, some of the tastes will be of her regular two-ply, 100% superwash fingering weight. And some of the tastes will be of a brand new blend um, that she's calling Kevin's Blend. Kevin is her cat, so that makes me happy because obviously I'm a cat lady. Um, and this is a brand new cashmere blend that she is trying out. So um, that'll be the first time that that yarn is available. So that's pretty exciting, kind of a fun thing to get to try out. Um, third up is Scandalous, and we will be tasting her Sophia blend, which is a merino cashmere nylon blend. And um, you can look on her website right now. She is bringing with her um, some of her self-striping colorways. She has some really great Star Trek self-striping yarns. I bought some at Yarnfest in the Spock and McCoy colorway, so blues and blacks, and I really loved how it knit up. So um, she's got some great self-stripings. We won't be tasting self-striping, but it will be there for sale. So that's kind of cool. And then last but certainly not least, um, the People Who Fields yarn is her standard sock. So that's the exact same yarn that I am knitting my hoodie, shrug, shawl. I don't know. The, I'm getting all those words in the wrong order, but you get the point. My my countdown to Knit Nosh project out of, I have it in the um, Evermore and Sangria colorways, and they're beautiful. So I'm very excited. I did make a couple of decisions about that one in terms of colorways too. So I'm not at that point in that sweater yet, but... I had bought some Hue Loco in her Glitz base that I was going to use for kind of the main solid color section of the sweater. And then I realized I was not going to have enough. And I was thinking about, well, how could I maybe carry along some Madeline Tosh Moonstone that's in my stash just along with the Hue Loco and see if I could stretch that. And then I thought, you know what, I'm better off saving the Hue Loco for a project that it's intended for and then later, and then using the two, I have two skeins of Moonstone left. So using those, save the Hue Loco. So that's my plan. So anyways, um, those are the bases. The kits are available um, for sale on the website. You can get just a project bag and wine glass. I, I placed the order for those yesterday this time, and they are adorable. I put a picture of the wine glass on um Instagram yesterday. They're a nice big stemless wine glass. So when I was looking to order them last time and this time, especially because we're just doing tastes, a lot of the stemless wine glasses are only like a nine ounce glass. But these are a 15 ounce glass. So they're in, they're the same size as last time and I really like them a lot. 
Um, and I went a completely different way with the bags this time. So last time they were a drawstring um, kind of, you know, traditional project bag, looking bag, and I love them. But this time around, I'm doing more like tote bag. It's got some zippers, it's heavy duty. So it could be like maybe like a sweater bag, but I think it's going to be really nice. Today I'm working on stitch markers to put in the goodie bags. I have a lot of fun stuff planned. I worked on the menu. So, um, so lots of great things. If you're in Colorado and you're thinking about coming, I do have a handful of tickets left. I sold another couple this morning. Um, so they're going quick, but there are still some. So um, grab yours before they're gone. And hopefully we'll see you on the 17th. Um, before Nitnosh is the Salida Fiber Festival. So that one is really contingent on can I get all the Nitnosh work done? I think that I'm in pretty great shape right now. Um, I feel like I'm ahead of where I was last time. Um, and so my hope is that I'll feel like I deserve a treat and I should go to Salida next weekend. It's a beautiful drive. It's a beautiful little town. I had the most delicious veggie sandwich of my life up there. And um, Liz, who is Lizzie the Mama, who is a dyer that I met um, at Yarn Fest this year, pinged me this morning and she's going. So um, so that's incentive that I wouldn't even have to go by myself. I could meet a friend up there or maybe we could drive up together or something. So um, on the fence about Salida, but fingers crossed that I'll be going because I enjoyed it quite a lot last year. And then last but far from least is Rhinebeck. Rhinebeck is um, the 14th and 15th of October and I will be there on the Saturday. Um, I've already heard from several people that I'm really excited to meet and or see again um, at Rhinebeck. So I'm just so stoked um, and I really can't wait. So um, I guess we're about six weeks out now. Uh, I do think that my nerd sweater is going to become my new Rhinebeck sweater because um, I think it's super cool and I want to show it off. So that is it for events. Once I get past Rhinebeck, um, I guess it's just on to the holiday season and there's not a lot going on. Although um, pretty soon after that, I will start probably planning the next Nitnosh um, because Finger Play Studios in Lafayette, Colorado wants to um, host slash sponsor another one over the winter. So details about that to come very soon. And then the last thing with regards to events is we are going to do a Nitnosh along again, you guys. So um, the rules will be the same as last time. Anything that you knit with any of the vendor yarns or anything you knit that you keep in a modular modular project bag, you can either tag those on Instagram as hashtag Nitnosh or you can post them. I'll have a Ravelry thread. I started a chatter thread already. Um, and even the samples count. So even if you just come to the event and just get your samples and then you want to knit with them, awesome. Throw them on the board. I just want to see what people do with the yarn. And um, if you buy a kit, it could be as small as the little bitty tasting kit. Um, or if you just buy a swag kit, I suppose, and you use your... Um, your goodie bag as a project bag, I would count that too. So um, coming soon, the events on the 17th, uh, we'll start the knit along on the 18th. And I believe I said it would run until November the 15th. So that is some fun coming up there as well. All right, you guys. So now um, it is time for me to talk about some winners. So we had um, a giveaway going on in the Ravelry group for a pattern for the 
Riley Rose Shawl by Jennifer Lassonde, who is the host of the Downseller Studio podcast. And so Jen had reached out and gifted me a copy of the pattern um, and then also offered one up for you guys. And we had a thread going in the Ravelry group to um, ask people if you were going to knit the shawl, what would be the color combination that you would use? Um, and so I used a random number generator to pull a winner from that. And the winner is Claire, who is the Ravelry name Claire3587. So Claire, I already sent your information to Jen, and she's usually super fast about those things. You should expect to see that pattern um, arrive in your Ravelry library very, very soon. And now we get to the real fun, you guys. So I... Um, I closed the threads for the summer superlatives knit along and I tallied up all of the entries. So between the Ravelry group and then you guys tagging projects on Instagram, we had 92 entries, which I thought was really exciting. Um, I feel like sometimes like the knit alongs are a hard thing to get off the ground. I know there are some that are wildly popular and I'm, and I just feel like we haven't quite hit like the right mix for you guys yet, but um, it's fun, and there were a whole bunch of entries, so I was very excited. So what I did, you guys, was we have the prizes from the sponsors that I've been talking to you guys about all summer long, and um, we had five different categories of prizes. So there was the best use of stash, um, the hashtagging things on Instagram, best in class, knitting on the road, and yarn acquisition. And that was five categories, and I wanted to be able to give away three prizes each. So I added a couple of things um, myself. I had 13 sponsor prizes. So I have, um, in addition to that, uh, Knit Nosh project bag from last time around and a set of stitch markers made by me that I will send to two of our winners. So without further ado, I'm just going to run through these. What I did was I used a random number generator um, to pull from each section um, because I really did want to um, encourage people to put their put projects. They couldn't put no one project could be put in two different categories. Right. But I really wanted to encourage people to put projects in as many different categories as they could come up with. I was trying to make it fun and and encourage people for participation. So people did win in more than one category. I will say right off the bat, um, as a thank you to all of you guys who participated in the knit along, I did gift everyone who participated a pattern the other day. So if you participated and for whatever reason you did not get a pattern from me, please do hit me on Ravelry and I will fix that because I really wanted to say thank you to everyone who participated. So without further ado, um, I'm just going to take these one section at a time. The best use of stash, and I will do a couple of um, shout outs while, while I go through this. The best use of stash, um, there are three prizes. The first of which is the Sprout Patterns Dop Kit in the fabric of the winner's choice. So um, this one goes to our most prolific stash buster in the thread, and that is Ramona, who is Ramona Firehorse on Ravelry. Um, Ramona, I'm going to reach out to you so that we can work out the mechanics because you're going to have to let the folks at Sprout Patterns know what you want, and we 
we'll have to work out shipping in that. Um, the next one goes to uh, Callie Knit Pearl. And gosh, I had your first name written down, and then I didn't put it in my spreadsheet, so apologies. But you are winning um, the skein of Manos Marina. So that is their lace weight yarn. Um, and that is in the colorway of your choice. So I'll be in touch about that one as well. Um, third for the best use of stash group goes to Linda, who is LME Call. Um, and she wins a skein of Kramer Belfast. Linda, I think I have your address from another knit along, but I'll be in touch to make sure that I have the right address and get that shipped out to you. Um, so everybody, Linda's had some health challenges over the summer, and I am thrilled to get to send you a prize to maybe uh, cheer you up a little bit because I know it's been a rough summer. Next up, we have the Instagram contest. So I want to say a huge thank you to anybody who tagged projects on Instagram because I do think it's a great way for people to get visibility to the podcast and to the knit along and all of those things in particular. Um, Shayna, who is Yumi Yarns, and Jen, who is Jen Knitting Around. You guys were by far the most prolific um, taggers on Instagram, and the nice thing is um, that worked in your favor in terms of the random number generator. So I have a prize for each of you guys. Um, Shayna, I will be sending you a set of handmade stitch markers that I made my very self. And Jen, um, you are the winner of the Fix-A-Stitch tool. So it's a set of four tools they look like little mini crochet hooks with a hook on each end. And um, the normal set is three, but they're including a lace weight one as well. So I'll get your address and get those on the way to you guys. Third up in our um, Instagram section is Liz, who is Whistlin' Liz on Instagram and Ravelry. And she is the winner of the New Horizons Cowl Pattern, which is a pattern by Jen Sheelan, who is a video podcaster and a friend of the podcast. So Liz, I will send Jen your um, Instagram or your Ravelry information so that she can send you that pattern. Then we have the first, oh, sorry, then we're into a new section, which is best in class. So um, the first person who came up in the random number generator is Amelia. And Amelia um, I think Amelia finished her very first sweater as part of the knit along. So that was super cool. Um, Amelia, I'm not going to try to pronounce your Ravelry name, um, but you are the winner of the first of two set, sets of knit stitch minis. Um, so congratulations. I will get your address and get those on the way to you as well. They're beautiful. Second, we have our first repeat winner, and that is Liz, who is Whistlin' Liz. Um, and she is the winner of... Two skeins of yarn in her choice from Briggs and Little. Um, third up, we have um, Carrie, who is Colorado Knits. Carrie, um, and I have not met yet, but she's coming to Knit Nosh, so I'll meet you soon, Carrie. Um, and you are the winner of two skeins of the brand new Eco Baby yarn from Dale Garn Yarns. So um, they'll be shipping those directly to you, so I'll get your, I, I think I have your address, but I will get that and uh, get that on the way to you. Next up, we have Knitting on the Road, um, and the first winner is, again, Linda. So LME Call, and Linda, you are the winner of the Knit Nosh um, bag. So I will put your new yarn in that and put it in the bag and get that on the way to you. Then we have um, Holly, who is Holly at Home, 
and she is the winner of the Annie Pearl bag, and that is a custom-made bag with um, vintage swimsuits on it. So it's going to be super, super cute. I'm really excited for you to get that prize. I'll get you in touch with um, the right folks so that we can get that on the way to you as well. Last for on the road um, is the last set of knit stitch minis, and that goes to Jen Knievel, um, who is a friend of mine in real life. So Jen, if you're listening, um, I will bring the yarn the next time I see you. Last up, we have best yarn acquisition. This was a really fun section, you guys, to see all the different yarns that you guys acquired over the summer. And a couple of you guys um, acquired them and then uh, knit with them. So that was fun too. Um, first one up is Kelly Knit Pearl. And you are the winner of the Yumi Yarns pattern. So I will put you in touch with Shayna and we will get you your pattern. Next up, we have uh, Jen, Jen Knitting Around, and she is the winner of two skeins of the Kramer Yarns Tatney Tweed in the colorway of her choice. And then last but not least, we have Grace, who is Gracie Lou's. And Grace, you are the winner of a Knitty Kitty project bag um, in the fabric of your choice. So I will be in touch with all of that um, in the next week or two guys so a couple more things about logistics of this the way that I distributed the prizes was I put all of the prizes um, in a spreadsheet and then I pulled random numbers to assign them to which winner so I don't know if that makes a lot of sense but that's how I did it was I worked through each of the sections and then just assigned them to um, to a person. So I hope that you guys enjoyed the knit along. I hope that all of you feel like winners. Um, and I hope that those of you who have prizes coming along are excited about that. My plan will be to get organized and get all of the names, um, get emails out to all of you this week, get all of your names and then get everything um, to the folks who are doing the shipping and things like that over the next couple weeks. With Knit Nosh coming up, there's a chance that I will lag behind on some of this, especially things that might be coming in the mail from me. Um, but it's on its way, I promise. So thank you guys again, and um, let's get ready for the Knit Nosh along. That's our next big thing. That brings us to how much do So this week, um, I feel like my how much do I love are pretty simple. I'm loving... The long weekend um, and how productive I have been able to be this weekend with uh, three days off from work and my my wonderful children are with their dad um, which does not happen consecutive days all that often and uh, gives me a little bit of a, an ability to just kind of recharge so um, with that said how much do I love a juice cleanse I um, I every once in a while I haven't done one in a while um, I like to do a juice cleanse for three days. One time I did, one time I think I did five days. I don't think I would do that again. Um, but this time I'm doing a three-day juice cleanse. Um, I use two different places. This time I'm doing pressed juicery, um, and sometimes I do Urban Rem Remedy. They're both great. Um, the last juice of the day is always a protein-based juice, and so on pressed juicery, it's an almond milk um at the end of the day and the Urban Remedy ones, it's a cashew milk, which I just did not care for quite as much. But I feel like it just gives me a chance to reset all of my bad habits, all of my cravings. I, I was noticing yesterday, every time I came up and down the stairs, every time I went down the stairs, I was like, I should get a snack. 
And then you think, boy, why is my brain thinking that I'm not hungry right now? But somehow, um, somehow my brain has made that association. So I am breaking my, my worst habits, um, with diet soda and, um, I've been stressed at work lately and probably eating more sugar than I should. So um, I always feel like it's a good way to just break all those habits and start fresh from a, a clean slate, and I enjoy it a lot. So that's that's another thing I'm doing this weekend. Um, earlier today, I was uh, binge-watching a little bit of the Bravo show Flipping Out. So um, I figured out recently that all of the Bravo shows, the back seasons, are on Hulu, and sometimes I really like to have that kind of show just on in the background just for company or for noise or whatever, and Flipping Out is one of my favorites. Um, it's a house-flipping one if you haven't seen it, and uh, I like it. It cracks me up. So um, how much do we love those things? I would love to hear from you guys. Um, what is it that you love? What are the things that you're really into um, these days, whether they are knitting-related or not? And that is it for this episode. So you guys can always reach me um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Knit Actually Podcast. Um, I think Twitter actually it's just Knit Actually. Um, and my new email, I have a new email for the podcast because I am breaking up with Comcast. So the new email, if you needed to reach me, is knitactuallypodcast at gmail.com. And um, show notes are always on the website, which is knitactuallypodcast.com. And the Ravelry group continues to grow. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you've been here a while, thank you guys, as always, for listening. I've done a couple of shout outs recently. I would love it if you enjoy the podcast and have time in your day to take a moment to um, put together an iTunes review. That really helps people to find the podcast. And the numbers have been growing quite a bit lately. So um, for any of you who have told a friend or done an iTunes request or, or a review or any of those things, thank you guys so much and thank you always for listening and happy knitting.